When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today and Grant running the board. Colleen will be back with us tomorrow. Holly, hey. Hey, I want to try something quick. What are you going to try? Okay, didn't work. Carry on. Let's okay, talk. Okay, yeah, nice try. That's not going to work. <laughs> I know what I think you were trying to do, and it's hard. Mm. Grant, I didn't give you a heads up, but if you see anything in our system called red light, green light... It, it doesn't exist, Bradley. We it haven't. Doesn't? No, we haven't made that yet. We have Why a reboot. We, 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 well, we have a reboot or get the boot. <laughs> right? That's a segment that we... Still, Grant, if you find it, let me know. <laughs> I'll For those of you who have no clue, um, Holly, quick, make an intro. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. This is a segment where Colleen and Bradley play Hollywood executives and get to decide whether an upcoming project gets the red light or gets the green light. Green yes. light being slang in Hollywood for it's a go. It's a go, kids. It's a go. <laughs> Here's what we must ponder today in our um, metaphorical producer-director room, uh, green lighter room. Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem playing Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz with Aaron Sorkin directing... Something called Being the Ricardos for Amazon Studios. Okay, so you're probably wondering what this is, but this story came out yesterday that Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are in negotiations to play Lucy and Desi for Amazon uh, and Aaron Sorkin in something called Being the Ricardos, which is apparently a film about the relationship between Lucy and Desi. And um, it was written, I guess, by... uh, Having penned this, re- oh, so he wrote it as yeah, well. Yeah, and it he's going like, to direct it too. Yeah, so he's not only going to direct it, but he wrote uh, the script as well. And it will be, uh, of course, produced for Amazon Studios and something called Escape Artist. So that's what we know. I know a little bit more, but what is your gut reaction, Holly, as a mover and shaker in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. At least that's the role you're playing right now. Uh, how does this news strike you? Oh, well, it strikes me like a big tablespoon of Vita Vita Benjamin. Cute. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meaning it doesn't really taste very good. Yeah, so, But it's full of alcohol. Yeah, it is full of alcohol. So this project, you know, a couple other details about this being the Ricardos or what is it? Yeah, I want to get it. Being the Ricardos. It's going to take place during the production of I Love Lucy, a week in the life, a slice of life. So the project is purportedly going to start in the way that many weeks on a sitcom do with a table read on Monday and then ending on Friday afternoon or evening with the taping before a live studio audience. And so within that construct, 
Aaron Sorkin wants to tell the story of the relationship between Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. And it also, um, in just the tiny bit we know, says that this film will take place uh, as Lucy and Desi face a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Um, And I've been to that Paramount studio where this all took place. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's now technically right next to where Dr. Phil... um, Films his program. Yeah, my office at Paramount Studios was right across from the place that was supposed to be a recreation of Lucille Ball's hometown square. See? It was a daycare. Which, by the way, that hometown square also uh, shows up in such TV shows as The Brady Bunch, etc. Anyway, so, um, okay. My gut reaction to if we're playing Hollywood producers, if if, uh, somebody's trying to make this pitch to me, with the names Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem attached, I know instantly what they're trying to do is get some sort of um, award, probably an Academy Award, if not all the others. You mean they're not trying to get a Cable Ace Award, Bradley? <laughs> exactly. With this? Um, it just sounds very much like catnip for the Academy Awards because it is it involves two A-list Hollywood actors playing the roles of a plus list Hollywood celebrities. And we all know that the Academy loves, loves an impersonation film. Oh, yeah. They love uh, a biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they love to award uh, Academy Awards to the people who play the famous people in these biopics. So, for, like, I understand what's going on here. But if I'm playing producer, I'm not so sure. Because I don't, I don't see Nicole Kidman as uh, Lucille Ball. Now that could be my own bias. We can talk about that. But Holly, a lot of people have seen not Nicole Kidman, but in response to the story, uh, Deborah Messing in the role of Lucille Ball. And I'm not so sure you're so sure that that's a good idea either. Am I right? <laughs> you're totally right. So. To backstep a little bit on this project, it was Kate Blanchett who was first in negotiations to play Lucille Ball in this movie being the Ricardos. So we heard about this, oh gosh, months ago, I don't know, whatever, time and space, right? But, you know, speaking, Bradley, to the point that this would be award clickbait, so to speak, you know, going with Kate Blanchett, she has fulfilled all the criteria. Kate Blanchett won an Academy Award for playing Katherine Hepburn in the movie The Aviator. Mm -hmm. So she's already kind of fulfilled that promise, and she's proven that she can play Hollywood icons and she can really get into the role. Now, people had a lot of gut reactions to Nicole Kidman being cast as Lucille Ball, allegedly, mainly being like, girl, you don't look like Lucille Ball at Mm -hmm. all. Like, what, what are you trying to do? So then people's brains went to... Deborah Messing, who did an I Love Lucy tribute on a recent episode of Will and Grace. She had the comedic timing. She had the look of Lucy down. So a lot of people are like, well, why do you not cast Deborah Messing in this role? It totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't think that that would be a good idea. No. And you can see that if producers are going for an A-list name, Deborah Messing is probably not at the top of that list. Right. Like you don't like I can see a a movie producer being like, you're not going to get butts in seats for Deborah Messing, but you get them for Nicole Kidman. That's right. We get the financing. Right. Like you can see that that formula. Yeah. 
that you know that logic but just from like i'm sitting in a seat watching a film i feel like there is an actress out there who would just kill this role and i don't think it's nicole kidman and it's probably because i just have a i find nicole kidman to be terribly distracting in in movies and tv shows how so well um like in fact the last thing i can think of that i enjoyed nicole kidman in was a movie called the hours okay that was 20 years ago exactly did you watch though um the undoing i did not on hbo so she that's the most recent role i've seen nicole kidman in Mm -hmm. and i was distracted by her the entire time because i felt like I just find there to be something artificial about the way she is acting, and I don't know what that means, and I haven't really thought too much about it. But I find I found myself terribly distracted by um, her. Like it took me out of the the movie constantly to think about her, and I don't know why. Um, but I just I'm not sure I see it. So that's <laughs> that's just my gut reaction. I would be very cautious. I also think. You know, as somebody who's obsessed mildly and has been throughout the years with um, the story of, you know, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, like a lot of people, right? Like right. growing up when I did, um, you know, I had a fascination with Lucy, of course, um, because it was just a part of my consciousness from a very early age, thanks to reruns. Um, and and also, you know, I've read her uh, autobiography. I don't even know if it was her autobiography. I'm assuming it was actually a biography. Now that I think about it, but anyway, feeling like I've I've I know a little bit about her. I just I don't know. I just don't yeah. feel it. Well, that's the thing when people were like, "Don't do Nicole Kidman in this role. Have Deborah Messing." But Deborah Messing did an impersonation of Lucille Ball acting as Lucille Ricardo on "I Love Lucy," right? Yeah. So she wasn't actually portraying Lucille Ball because. Lucille Ball was a very different person off screen than she was on I Love Lucy. Yeah. And uh, recently, you know, one of the things that we've kind of become obsessed with on the Colleen and Bradley show is the wonderful app Pluto TV. Yes. It's fabulous. Well, one of the channels on Pluto TV is dedicated 24-7 to old Johnny Carson reruns. And within the past month, maybe this was a couple of weeks ago, happened upon an interview between Johnny Carson and Lucille Ball. Mm -hmm. And Lucy is gruff oh yeah lucy is she's she takes she suffers no fools gladly and so there is this harshness to the actual lucille ball she's very much like john wayne oh yeah in a wig sure in a way right like she just there is a there is a i know you don't know because i was there before it all began like there's just a knowledge and a confidence yes in her ability, um, having also watched a lot of interviews with her, um, you know, af- during and after her success, like she just almost, some would argue, almost a cartoonish overconfidence, mm-hmm. evidenced by the color of her hair. Sure, but the, <laughs> but think about what Lucille Ball was actually doing in the entertainment industry back in the 1950s, which I hope ultimately this movie, being the Ricardos, addresses that Lucille Ball was a tough producer and they were doing things she and the um desi arnaz were doing things in the television industry basically pioneering it 
and setting the template for the television industry as it existed. Well, I mean, things have changed a little bit, but we wouldn't have so many of the things that we had. Like, I mean, Star Trek, for example, wouldn't have that without Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. I mean, so there are a lot of things that I don't know if Nicole Kidman is going to capture that grit of Lucille Ball in the way that I would hope would be portrayed in this movie because that's a story that deserves to be told. And another sort of argument against having somebody like a Deborah Messing play her who, yeah, like maybe she can put on the right makeup and look the part. I direct you no further than, um, I think it was 2019's um, movie. Was it just called Judy with Renee Zellweger? Yeah. Um, where Renee Zellweger single-handedly embodied the role of Judy Garland at a very specific point in her life in a way that completely shocked me when I watched it. Mm -hmm. And I have mad profound respect. So it's not that I'm opposed to people you don't see at first blush playing the role. Right. Um, It's it's just, I, I guess, prove me wrong. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Open. I think ultimately, I mean, I'll speak for myself as the Hollywood producer and Bradley, maybe you have the same uh, feelings is that, okay, Nicole Kidman, do this role. We await to be delighted by yes. you. You must delight us now, Nicole. <laughs> I get to work. Otherwise, you're done here. <laughs> okay. Well, we are done here, which means we're going to move on right. to another segment in, form, in the form of a Dirt Alert update from our good friend Elizabeth Reese, right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's Elizabeth Reese. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Happy Tuesday to you. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are so much into their new relationship that she's now wearing his jewelry. Okay, oh, stop. Mm-hmm. She's wearing it. She was wearing his pearl necklaces while out and about with him. It is kind of fun to have a boyfriend that you can borrow clothes from. Well, I imagine it's going to go the opposite way, too, because the thing we all know about Harry Styles is he's not afraid of his feminine side. No, he's not. He goes for it. The only thing I can borrow from my husband are like winter hats, baseball hats. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Hats. In this climate. <laughs> in that climate, in this climate, though, it is helpful to have a double a, a double hat situation, oh, although he sure. doesn't borrow mine. I just take his. Um, <laughs> so they are matching and she's wearing his pearls. And he's it's cool. Totally, I like his style. I mean, he's got his own thing going on, and I like it. And uh, their relationship is totally legitimate, right? <laughs> Elizabeth's right. buying it. She's yeah. buying it. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just report it. Yeah, you guys true. are the ones that judge. You're it, agnostic, which we... is the way to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why yeah. we're such a good balance. Um, okay, so I've been really reading into a lot of the tweets and the comments. Um, about- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and Subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. About this Sex in the City continuation on HBO Max that's happening without Kim Cattrall. Mm. And um, so here's something interesting. There was a tweet that some a fan posted that said, I absolutely love Sex in the City. And whilst I'm saddened that Samantha will not return, I applaud doing what is best for you and think this is a great example of putting yourself first. Well done, Kim Cattrall. And Kim liked that tweet. Ooh, love the shady use of social media by yes. Kim Cattrall there. That's absolutely what's happening. And then Sarah Jessica Parker is doing her best to try to make it seem like She's fine with everything. Um, One follower wrote that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker didn't tag Samantha Jones. Another replied, they dislike each other. And then Sarah Jessica Parker responded, no, I don't dislike her. I've never said that. Never would. Samantha isn't part of this story, but she will always be a part of us, no matter where we are or what we do. Well, the interesting tell there is she's not a part of this story. Does that mean figuratively or literally? Like, are they not going to include her? Like, it I would feel be like so shocking to, if right? they didn't address her at all during this series. Yeah. Like, even, you know, I've seen a lot of people suggest, like, if they don't start with Kim or with her uh, funeral? Char- character's funeral, yeah. they're doing it wrong. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yes. You got to believe that they have to. They have to address yeah. it. Yeah. I know. You know, interesting that Sarah Jessica Parker is always taking this very diplomatic position on all of this. Mm -hmm. Kim Cattrall, not so much. So in between those two positions lies the truth of all of this. I think you're right. I think you're totally right. And I just can't figure out exactly where it is, though. Like, And what is the truth? I just want to know with these. Well, I also think it's so low stakes. Like, why wouldn't you just say? I mean, what what does Sarah Jessica Parker think she's gaining? I guess... Like, I'm taking the high road. But that presumes there's a low road that she's not going down. Well, and also I feel like we've moved beyond the mythology of Sex in the City from 15 years ago, where we where people were actually believing that all four of these actresses were BFFs right. and having sleepovers with each other. Right. We've moved beyond that narrative, so that they're trying to maintain a semblance of that narrative is I kind of foolish at this point. It's like, look, we're working professionals and this is a project that she doesn't want to do for whatever reasons. And like, we're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to get along with everybody you work with. Right. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, if you just told the truth, Mm -hmm. I feel like if anything we've learned recently, like, just tell the truth. uh, (laughs) What a novel concept. Um, I have some sad news for Saved by the Bell fans. Dustin Diamond has been hospitalized and is likely battling cancer. Is oh, what wow. TMZ is reporting that he was hospitalized in Florida this past weekend after feeling pain all over his body and a general sense of unease. Is oh. what TMZ says. Oh, went to the hospital. Good. They're doing a bunch of tests to try to figure it out. Um, TMZ sources say his medical team is concerned it's cancer, uh, but they don't know what kind. That's an odd thing to say. Like, I'm looking at the story now. Yeah, likely battling cancer. I know. How does somebody likely battle cancer? He's had a tough road. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a tough road following Saved by the Bell. And um, it's too bad. But, yeah. you know, I, I wish the best for him. We wish oh, him good for health. Sure. Good yeah, health absolutely. for Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Alex Trebek, um, of course, passed away from cancer. And Ken Jennings got choked up in his first Jeopardy episode as guest host, saying, I miss Alex. 
you know, Ken Jennings famously, I don't know, how many episodes did he win, guys? Like, all of them. Yeah. Every single <laughs> yeah, just one. All yeah. of them. <laughs> so he's an interim host for the show. And um, I think that's fitting. I think that's kind of nice that they're having him do this. Yeah, he's going to be doing some guest hosting. I think Katie Couric was announced that she's going to be doing a week of guest hosting, too. And so they're just rotating people until they can finally decide on a on an official host of Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what ends up happening there. Um, Megan McCain returning to The View and calling it a tough re-entry. She does say she's glad to be back after having a baby. You know, she had a baby at just about the same time that I did. And Joy Behar uh, dissed Megan McCain saying, I did not miss you. Uh, There's no love lost between those you two. You know, though, and this is the problem. I get that. I go, I, you know, sometimes I get all on these principal things, and I understand that, that maybe they didn't miss her or Joy doesn't like her and didn't miss her, but I just feel like for the collective good of women who are mothers and trying to work, you've got to just take a beat when it comes to criticizing women who come back from maternity leave. Yeah. Like whether you miss them, or when you, maybe this is hitting too close to home for me and that's what's happening. <laughs> but I just feel like there is a, there is like this collective fear of women when you go on maternity leave that you will be replaced and that you will not be wanted back. And how do you navigate that going forward, especially after you having your first baby? And I feel like woman to woman, you should just be like, hey, listen, what can we do to support you coming back to work with a new baby? Because I know that's a tough road to go. Not, I did not miss you. Well, and just from simple team dynamics, I don't know what you're gaining by telling a person that you didn't miss them, even if it's completely obvious that that is the case. Joy. Be better. Like, yeah. be better than that. She's, yeah, she needs to be better. Be yeah. better. Absolutely That's right. my opinion on that issue. Well, you could not be any better, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese, and we are grateful for that. So thank you. Thank Thanks you. for another Dirt Alert. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll catch you tomorrow. That's Elizabeth Reese, of course, from Twin Cities Live every day at 3 right here on, um, on KSTP Channel 5. Give us a jingle. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts and Grant along for the ride. It's time to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Grant? We've got Jake on the phone. And uh, I'm assuming that Jake uh, is playing for... What is Jake playing for, Holly? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, Jake's playing for a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Fabulous. Hey, Jake, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. All right. Well, here's what's going to happen. You are going to start answering the questions after the timer begins, which happens after... Hey, Holly, do you want to do it today or you want me to do it? Oh, why don't you do it? Okay, I'm going to start reading the questions and then you'll start answering. Here we go. Fred and Ethel Mertz were characters on what classic sitcom? I Love Lucy. Baby One More Time was the debut album of what singer? Britney Spears. What is the high school in the show Bayside... Oh, oh, nope, nope, no. Hey, by the bell. Yes, thank you. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd played what musical duo? Blues Brothers. I'll Make Love to You is a song by what 90s pop group? Voice Men. Yay! Yay! You got it! You got it! All right, well, hold 
Nope. Oh, no hold, buzzer. <laughs> hold the line uh, so that Grant can get all your information so you get your MyTalk 1071 yeah. t shirt. Fabulous. Awesome. Thank you. You're oh, welcome. yeah, you're welcome. I mean, we should have just given him the darn T-shirt anyway, since he gave him the answer. Well, probably. I, I was confused because I saw, what is the high school in the show, SBTB? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Oh, sorry. That, yeah, you're not intimate with that show by a brave. No, I'm sorry. not. Not at a moment's notice, I'm not. My brain doesn't work that quickly. All right. Now that we've gotten the uh, pop culture questions out of the way, it is time to do my favorite part of the show, Blinded by the Item. And joining us to solve celebrity gossip mysteries this afternoon is the one, the only, Donna Valentine from the Donna and Steve Show. Hi! Hey, hey right. Donna, thanks for sticking around, lady. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Yay! Although, not really. Rude. Most times. Okay. Here's our first celebrity okay. gossip mystery. Speaking <laughs> of plastic surgery, this barely there celebrity offspring of barely there celebrities started early in life with hers and has continued. Even at her young age, she's already destroying her face with the work that has been done to her. I have an odd guess. I don't know if you have any thoughts. I'm feeling a little lost. Okay, so Mm -hmm. let me uh, go down this road a little slowly, Holly. Yes. Is the mom also plastic surgeried up? Uh, not notably, but oh. yes, she is. Not yes. notably. So, uh, my first guest was um, Kim Zolciak's Mine daughter. Too. Good guess, but buzz for both of you. Okay. Because okay. that's, exactly. that's the only, like, barely there celebrity offspring who's doing a lot of plastic surgery that I could think of. Right. But when she said not noticeable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because her mom's plastic surgery is but very noticeable. But think about Kim Zolciak and what realm of celebrity dumb Kim Zolciak comes from because yes so think about another housewife who has a Uh, model daughter yep okay so this is gonna be um what's her face who's married to uh with the Gigi the the Hadid people the Hadid, the Hadid family. Yes, you're right, Donna. Yay! But, but think of which Hadid we're talking Bella? about. Yes! Go! Yes! yes so big. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't find the ding. You know what that is, Donna, right? I don't. Is that your eye roll? That's Nancy Grace farting. <laughs> on Dancing with she the was stars. on Dancing with the Stars and broke wind while they were like, Hey, Nancy. Tell us what this means to you. So big. No. Yep. No. (laughs) I can't even. I'm going to go. No, No, you're not. No, no, no. still got more blind items. (laughs) Yeah, sit back, relax. Let me fill in the blank before we move on from this one. So, Bella Hadid, the offspring of Yolanda Hadid, started early in life with plastic surgery and has continued. And even at Bella Hadid's young age, Bella is already destroying her face with the work that has been done to her. Yeah, she does look to me like she had either fillers or something around the nose and mouth area to me. I'm trying to look up what a Bella Hadid looks like because I don't know. Well, honestly. you can do the same thing that you can do with the Kardashian Jenner and put the before picture next to the after picture because these kinds of plastic surgery transformations have been unfolding for years right before our yep, eyes. Yep. I cannot believe, by the way, what um, 
Khloe Kardashian looks like right now. I mean, obviously, she's beautiful, no doubt about it, but she does not look like the same human. Oh, gosh, not at all. It's so weird. So weird. The Kardashians, I mean, oh, there's so many. Uh, yeah, anyway. And not only that, not only are they actually changing their face, but the amount that they change their face virtually and digitally is even more bizarre. Because, like, if you see them in person versus how they're presented on social media, it's disturbingly uh, not the same. Yeah, Yeah. It's disturbingly (laughs) disturbing. Let's move on. All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Bradley and Donna to solve. At this point, the streaming service is leaning in the direction of not renewing the deal they have with the showrunner who did great on television, but not so well on the streaming service. He did a series of vanity projects, and none of them were well-reviewed or heavily watched. Uh-oh. I feel like this has to be... So we have to think about... Who's got deals like Shonda? Is this Ryan Murphy? Did he used oh, to be? What was the second Ryan name you said? Murphy. There you go, oh, Donna. Okay, that's not where I was going, but tell me more. Okay, so at this point, Netflix is leaning in the direction of not renewing the deal they have with Ryan Murphy, who did great on TV, but not so well on Netflix. Ryan Murphy did a series of vanity projects, thinking of Hollywood. Ratchet, and oh, yeah. none of them were reviewed well reviewed or heavily watched. Wow, yeah. Ratchet didn't get good reviews. No, people did not like it. It was very beautifully shot, but I gotta tell you, I watched two, maybe three episodes, and I was like, What is this? It's nothing that I wanted it to be or hoped it would be. Yeah, for some reason, that show did not appeal to me, nor did that other one that everybody else I thought was Gaga for the Hollywood one. What was that called? Hollywood. It was just called Hollywood. Yeah. Well, that's not oh, very creative. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. That was sort of okay, like though. the campy, over the top, like forties. Well, that was the one that had elements of real, interesting Hollywood history. Yeah. But then I didn't watch it, so I can't really speak. Yeah, I know. To same. It. Ditto. Okay. Just mm. so much today. Yeah. Um, we got another one. We got another one. Yeah. Yeah. This one might be a little more challenging to solve, but let's try. While promoting his, this new streaming movie, the foreign-born A-list lead actor of the movie has made it very clear he will not be discussing any of the legal drama that has recently touched his life. I wonder if we can ask questions about the swinger lifestyle he used to have with his actor's wife. That's much more fun, anyways. Um, whoa. whoa. Foreign-born, A-list, leading actor. A-list. Oh, Mm A-minus. Okay. It's not who I first thought it was because of the whole uh, foreign-born. My first thought, of course, was Army Hammer. Yes. Not him. Buzz for you. (laughs) He? No, (laughs) Oh, there you go. Hugh? 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 Grant? No. Okay. Um, this person, so... I think, here's where we're going to have to solve the mystery. Now, this person is friends with somebody who's been having a lot of legal drama in the past year, who is an a plus actor. Johnny Depp. Yep. Ah! Now, this person was allegedly the recipient of texts from Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Wait. 
Because oh, um, I know there's that producer guy. Yeah. Now, this person is currently in a project that's upcoming on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my gosh. And he is starring in it. Is this the, like, um, the duty in the bed thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember the doo-doo in the... <laughs> yes, Amber Heard the doo-doo Amber in Heard. the bed from the dogs. Yeah, well, he... this... Ha- yes, so this person's text I... between himself and Johnny Depp are all- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All part of the doo-doo in the bed, Bradley. <laughs> okay. It's not Christian Carino because that's the producer. He's a producer. Right. Not... Okay. So this person is Ugh. married to an A-list actress uh, who has been in the movie industry for decades. She got her start as a teen. Okay. And she's won an Oscar. And I am drawing a horrible blank. Oh, Johnny Depp. So this is somebody that Johnny, it's an A minus foreign born, A minus list actor who's yeah. besties with Johnny Depp. And right. he's going to be the lead actor in a new streaming show for Disney Plus. So we know it's not like a Shia, because he's too young. Yeah, not Shia LaBeouf. Now, the first two episodes of this show are premiering this week. Ooh. So he's out doing a lot of press for this. Oh. There's a lot of hype around oh, it. It's the one, the WandaVision yes, show. Yes, oh, WandaVision. Who is that? Um, oh, gosh. Who is it? I can see the, the individual, but I don't. It's like a character. It's Elizabeth Olsen and... Yes. Do, 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 do. I'm not going to come up with it. Paul Bettany. That's oh. right. Yeah, I ain't getting that. I ain't getting uh, no Paul me, Bettany. Girl. But who is he married to? He was married to Jennifer, um, uh, who is in... Connolly. Yes. Thank you. So let me fill in the blank with this information now. So out while promoting WandaVision, Paul Bettany has made it very clear he will not be discussing any of the legal drama between himself and Johnny Depp. However, NT Lawyer wonders if we can ask questions about the swinger lifestyle Paul Bettany used to have with Jennifer Connolly. Ooh. Ooh. That's much That's more fun. That's a new can of worms. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you for that, Holly. And Donna, thank you for that. Oh, thanks for having me. That hurt my head. Yeah, well, sometimes it's good to exercise yes, that muscle, you're right? right? You're right. <laughs> Once Thank in a you while. For Thanks for the workout. <laughs> when we come back, only 11 minutes a day, Donna. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, from blind items to Sharian or Sharian, Sharian, that's a publationship, a fake relationship. We're going to tell you about that one and what it means and who it is when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thanks for that, Grant. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts, and we've got a publationship update. And Holly, um, what's a publationship, one wonders? Mm, what's a publationship? Well, it's a relationship involving celebrities for the purpose of publicity. 
it's basically just a bunch of hot mess and lies yep. that celebrities are trying to sell us. Oh, we're so madly in love. Please follow our every move in order to get attention and thereby hopefully make uh, some more money in Hollywood. <laughs> if I said to you the word Shurian, 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 what would that mean to you? Probably nothing, but I know you know because you're looking at the answer. What does that mean? That means it's a new publication ship. Yay! Yay. So that's the... We're still workshopping their name because mm-hmm. there's not it's enough. It's hard yeah, for th- these two. It really is. I mean. uh, well, I hope so for their own benefit. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that would be the relationship, the newly... Instagram official relationship of Sharna Burgess and Brian Austin Green. Yes, or bag as we lovingly call him sometimes. So uh, Brian Austin Green has been in headlines a lot since, I don't know, the summer, do we think? Yes. Probably before that, but you'll remember. Anyway, he's had like, he's been trying to find himself ever Mm -hmm. since. His ex, Megan Fox, hooked up with Machine Gun Kelly. He's like, well, I can totally have a relationship, too. Look at me. All of a sudden, he was in a hot tub with uh, Courtney Stodden and uh, then Tina Louise, not the Gilligan's Island actress, but the influencer Instagram model lady. Model, yeah. yeah. She, she's a person out there. She's a lady out there yeah. doing lady things. Yeah. Um, but most recently, Brian Austin Green has now uh, allegedly, supposedly sealed the deal with one Sharna Burgess from TV's Dancing with the Stars. She's one of the professional dancers on that show. And, um, oof, sorry, I'm getting a vibrating floor. There's some work going on over here. It is loud. Okay, so Sharna Burgess. <laughs> Come back to us. <laughs> it feels very nice and vibrating, doesn't it? This is Probably a family like program, Bradley. It's like those sharper image chairs, I'm saying. Like, did you ever oh. go to the sharper image in, or Brook, Bro, Brookstone? Yeah, sharper image that sit had. Sit in that chair? <laughs> yes. Yes. Can you probably. imagine that chair now? Oh. Oh, it's probably in a dump somewhere. Yeah. Those were fun stores, though. Uh, yeah, right? Because, like, those were, bef- like, in the before times when we could go places and sit on things. Anyway, um, I want to tell you about Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess because they've made it official. Yesterday, we talked about how they were being coy over uh, social media. Well, Sharna Burgess yesterday afternoon made it official, posting a photo of Brian Austin Green and herself uh, licking each other's faces on a balcony in Hawaii because that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. And the caption is simply H to the I to the M, aka him, basically saying, like, look at him, look at this is my man. We're kissing and it's Hawaii, so it's official. Oh, oh, the level of thirst. Can someone throw a Gatorade up on that porch for the two of them? (laughs) Because they really need it right now. It is so thirsty with these two right now. And it's kind of like a it's we talked a little bit about this yesterday, how it's like a middle finger to um, Megan Fox. Like, I really do feel like Brian Austin Green at the end of the day is less concerned about any acting roles he gets out of this publicationship and more concerned with giving Megan Fox a middle finger virtually. Right, because they've been going at it back and forth on social media 
for almost an entire year. And this is the thing where you know, Megan Kelly criticized Brian Austin Green for posting a picture of one of their children on Halloween, paraphrasing, basically saying, hey, you're using our kids for attention, knock it off. And then they went back and forth and that she was posting sexy pictures of herself with her new guy, Machine Gun Kelly, and Brian Austin Green razzing her on that. Brian Austin Green doing the publicationship thing, or at least the paparazzi thing, by going to Malibu and then calling DMZ to have them take pictures of himself being a good dad while Megan Kelly is being a slut with her new okay. boyfriend. <laughs> oh, God, just, yeah, name well, it and claim it. Name it and claim I mean, come on. Let's yeah. read between the lines, and right. that's yeah. the narrative that yeah, they want to project just, onto this. It's funny because he was slut shaming her on Instagram, and then he like is being a thirsty slut on Instagram. I mean, I, <laughs> I hate to use that word repeatedly, but it's just to make the point that like he's engaging in the very same behavior he was trying to shade her for or troll her for previously. Yeah, yes. they're both engaging in it with each other, airing it out there for everybody to see. When her first argument, like you said, was, "Hey, don't use our kids for or for what attention." Yeah, but. Every can you imagine their kids twenty years from now when they can read all this? I know. <laughs> yeah. See, people don't think that far ahead in the future also, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Criticizing like criticizing your spouse for making uh, parts of their private life public is rich when the means by which you're criticizing your partner for doing that are public. Yes. Right? And it's engaging in that very same behavior yourself. Exactly. Now, so like Megan Fox, I'm sure feels like she, you know, she was like the um, calmer, cooler head in this scenario. But not really. It's that's not the way you look because we're not dumb. We can say, well, wait a minute. You're calling him out for, you know, being some uh, sort of, you know, negative. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Negative. Mm. influence sure um and but you're like calling him out in public that's the father of your children right so anyway the other thing i wanted to add to this story if you're just joining us for talking about the publicationship that is sharna burgess and brian austin green i feel like sharna burgess is just like enjoying this like minute and or time in the spotlight because for her it's just a bunch of great headlines and publicity oh yeah absolutely we never even uttered her name on this show until she was connected to Brian Austin Green. Exactly. So it works. Exactly. Ding, ding to the ding, which is why it's a relationship. When we come back, here's a question for you. Are Minnesotans ruder or more polite than Americans on average? Ooh. We're taking your calls when we come back. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 